up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of 4GQ TV. I'm doing it early today because I got a dinner party to go to. Um, unfortunately, what uh, it's you know not a not one that I really want to go to. But hey, these things happen. You got to do grown up things, and I got to do grown up things. So that's what I'm doing. But real quick on the show today, it might be a shorter show than normal. We do have CP, which stands for Celebrity Pineapple. Oh, I mean. This, Cerebral Paul. What's going on, Paul? You are now marked for death. If I, could give, if, uh, if I could give you the white you know, carnation, I would right now. Yeah. Ah, nice. <laughs> I am, go pretty in my hair. Yeah. I'm in here for a few minutes. I am actually aware on the final day of the MVP Summit for Xbox or Microsoft and having a great time this week. So learning a lot that I can't talk about. <laughs> And you heard him say MVP summit, so he's he's name dropping right there. Um, we also have at the return of the British sensation across the nation, <laughs> animated evil with a new setup in the background and a Borderlands mask. I dropped somewhere while I was busy doing some I don't know, things. What's going on, man? Oh, I am good. It's you know what? It's so good to be back. It feels like it's been so long. It's only been a couple of weeks. Um, I've had issues with the laptop and trying to build this kind of space, had some issues with having to work and stuff, but now hopefully I can get through a bloody podcast without it cutting out. Uh, I had an overheating problem, so we've had a new fan, some new RAM, hopefully we're good to go. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> also, maybe they'll put some central AC in the, you know, the flats there in, uh, England. It might help yeah. cool the rooms down a little bit. <laughs> In the flats. I dude, I live on, on my own in a three bedroom house. I've got plenty of space. Oh nice. <laughs> All right. Carla, we're, we're we're gonna go visit over there, right, Carla? You yeah. need to pick up and the we're mask. never leaving. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we're never and leaving. We're never leaving. <laughs> That's it. Okay, I've got I've got one spare bedroom and the other the other bedroom is this office, so someone's gonna have to sleep on my desk maybe, but oh, I'm getting Paul, it. I'm down. Paul gets the couch, I'll take the bedroom. <laughs> Arm wrestle you for it, old man. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I mean, the first thing I really want to say is that I was reading um, some tweets by Phil and other people, and it seems like IGN posted a story about Ron Gilbert, and it's a sad story. So if you're not familiar with Ron Gilbert, he is the guy who created Monkey Island. And he won, you know, he's making a game called Return to Monkey Island. But people are not happy that he's not using pixel art like the original game. The artwork style, if I was to compare it to anything, looks more like a modern take on art. Maybe like Zoink a little bit or the new Battletoads kind of art. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it looks fantastic. And I'm still excited to play it. It doesn't matter to me if it's pixel art or modern art. What matters to me is that the love and the passion is there for the game. And unfortunately, there are people on the internet that were not happy with the art direction of choice and made some comments and took his joy away from basically making any more public comments about the game until it's released. Um, And I feel that this kind of toxicity is going on far too long in the gaming space um we see it every day on twitter it's an echo chamber there's just so much anger over stuff that at the end really matters so little because this game will bring so much enjoyment to so many people but it's probably one percent or less that's really complaining but it's so loud and obnoxious that it really affects, you know, people's emotions and feelings on their personal projects. And I am completely against toxicity. I believe in open freedom, creative choice, and however they want to produce their game is their business. Either way, I'm going to play it because it looks good to me. Paul, I know you have the least amount of time because you are an important man these days. Uh, <laughs> At least until the end of today, yes. <laughs> so, what I mean, what do you say about this? What are your uh, feelings on this? Well, one thing, some of the, the 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 people that are complaining need to realize that the reason the original was in pixel art was because that was what they had. 
I mean, that, that, in 1990, whatever it was, when the original Monkey Island came out, you know, that, you know, and, and, and I don't, I don't remember anybody complaining when the other LucasArts games, you know, came, came out remastered, the uh, Day of the Tentacle, um, Full Throttle, you know, and those graphics were updated compared to the originals, and I don't remember all this backlash, but the idea that, well, the original was in pixel art, this one needs to be too, is, is bogus. People just need to enjoy the game for what it was. What made what made Monkey Island special was the story and the humor, not the fact that it was in pixel art. Because again, that's what they had. All those games back then kind of looked the same because they were eight or sixteen bit graphics. That's that's what they had access to, you know. You know, so I, I think these people just need to shut the hell up. Um, to be blunt, um, and, and you're right. Run probably took, even though there wasn't a lot of it necessarily from a lot of the, he probably took the comments personally because this is a project that he feels is very important and it's special to him. It's like, it's like his baby and they're basically, they're calling his baby ugly, you know, and, and it's just, it's uncalled for and it needs to stop. It, it comes down to, if you don't have something nice to say, don't really don't say nothing at all. I hate it when people post something on Twitter that they're excited about. Hey, I got my Series S, and the first comment is, "Oh, you couldn't afford an X? I, I would have waited till I couldn't afford an X." Shut up. <laughs> Let people enjoy their time. You know, they're they're happy with their achievement that they got. Why can't people just let that be? Let that go. You know, let them have their joy. Let them be excited without trying to dump on them. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. A hundred percent on that. I mean. You know the the art style is is the change, and right. it's more modern, which yeah. you would expect in the evolution of games. Things modernize, right? You've yeah. seen stuff where there was a while with indie games, and it was a lot. There was a retro scene for a long time with indie games, and people going back to retro art, and people were complaining, "Oh, hey, we're you know in the future. Why are you trying to make everything look like it's from?" the Nintendo error or the 16-bit error or the 32-bit error, and we have something that has evolved. That's a yeah. great story and franchise, and people are doing the reverse yeah. complaining. Like, yeah. nothing because, makes sense because on this we still internet. Get the com- they, we still get the complaint that look at all the pixel art games that are on Xbox, and people are complaining about that. So now we have a group that want to pixel art? <laughs> you know, I think people just complain to yeah. complain. Yeah. Um, animated. Yes. Wait, what do you think about this, man? You you are you know you got a fine taste of games. You are the cuisine master that plays many games. Shout out to UK community game night that plays a ton of games. So this man, animated evil, knows games. I know some. Okay. Yes. Well, the thing is, it, it is all about evolution, right? So let's compare something that was old and certainly new. Would the new Tomb Raider got as of much on the new the new version of Tomb Raider? Would it have done as well if it looked exactly the same as the PlayStation One version? No, of course it wouldn't. It's an evolution of graphics and availability and what we can do, right? I wouldn't expect a pixel art game from um, a team like that anyway. I, I'd want them to move forward. I've played the Monkey Island games, loved them. Yep, even when they released on the 360, you could go back to the original version. By pressing the um, the select button, and it, it it was it was okay. It did okay. I know it was still pixel art in the second version, but the difference was absolutely crazy. So why would you think? Why would anyone think that it's not going to move on, move forward? I mean, I think that the art style itself, looking at the trailer, looks absolutely fantastic. It looks fun. It reminds me of like things like Grim Fandango, things like that. It looks really, really fun. Good. It takes the essence of what monkey island was the hilarity of it and moves it on right um just makes it look a little visually different that's fine but like i said are these same people right going to complain when they see perfect dark because it doesn't look like perfect dark zero or the original perfect dark are they going to be well you can't do this no they're going to be oh look how good this looks it's going to be the the, pro- the problem is with gamers, and I'm one of them, we're a fickle breed, right? We change our mind as often as we do our socks. And we, none of us can agree 
what we want from one day to the next. And unfortunately, we have these platforms now where we can reach developers and things like that. We never had that back in the day. You got what you were, you got. So a lot of gamers out there, they feel very entitled because they can message a director of a video game studio. When could you do that before? It's only this whole release of um, social media where, especially Twitter, right? Because I do engage in Twitter a lot. Um, when could you before, before these platforms come, talk to these people? How could you, you couldn't privately message a developer before, could you? I couldn't do it when I was, what, 10 years ago, I couldn't do it. So you got what you got. These people are in the business because they're visionaries and they're good at what they do and they know what a good game is. So to give hate, wrong, completely wrong. Respect what they do, respect what they've got because at the end of the day, you're, you're not having to go at the game, you're having to go at the person. There's a person behind every single account. It's just, it, it's all this, because you can be anonymous, right? Get banned, change your name, you're on again. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry, I, I yeah. ranted there a little bit. <laughs> no, I mean, you have you have every right to. You know, something I would say to some people that if you're seriously upset about things like this, there are bigger things in the world to worry about. And if you're sitting here online more worried about this and other stuff, I'm very curious what's going on in your life at this point. And as well, you could take that time, learn how to make games, learn how to develop games, and if you really want a pixel art game, make a fan-made, fun throwback game to your original Monkey Island if that is what you insist that it should look like. If you are one of those people complaining, learn how to develop games and do that, and then you won't have to complain. Because it's not, really, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. First of all, it's not easy to make a game, not easy to get the money for a studio, not easy to get a team together, not easy to do things by yourself, write the storyboard. And you'll see you know, there's a whole difference. And once you stick to an art pattern, that's it. You're set to that pattern. And, you know, Ron Gilbert, I just want to tell you something. It looks beautiful. I love that style of art. It reminds me of Cartoon Network days of the grim adventures of billy and mandy and uh that style man i just love it so congratulations keep on going i can't wait to play your game you know what and to support you i'm gonna buy more than one copy of that game for some of our panelists here on this channel to support you buddy i like it yeah absolutely if, if you're watching big ups dude yeah. keep going and it's important to remember that style of animation, it's all about the whimsy and the fun. Seriously, it adds yeah, to the fun yeah. of the game. You know? So, yeah, keep it up. We need we need more of that. You know? Ignore the haters. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be fair. Monkey Island was always a game that didn't take itself too seriously <laughs> no. at all. It's very... It, it's hilarious. I mean, there's, there's another couple of games out there like it as yeah. well. Um, but they, they were in... Monkey Island influenced a lot of games I play, like the point-and-click adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Like, De like there's a whole series called Deponia. That's definitely based on the, the, the comedic effects yeah. of Monkey Island. And, and that's, I think that's, why, that's why I like Deponia, yeah. because yeah. It just go, I just think to myself, oh, this is just like Monkey Island, it's brilliant. So, and if it, I remember yeah. right, some of the Monkey Island sequels were, were um, self-aware. They would make callbacks to the previous games, but it's been a long time since I played them. You know, where there'd be a little thing where you, if you played the previous game, you go, oh, yeah, that's what this is from. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's all about the humor and the story and the fun, not about the, the graphics. The graphics add to it. But why would you, again, like I said, why go back to what was 30 years ago if you if you can do so much more now? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, Paul, here's something you might get. And I don't know if you play this game. But I'm going to talk about it because I think it's one of the best free-to-play games that's come to Xbox. Fall Guys. So <laughs> they have a oh. Master Chief Spartan Showdown Challenge, right? Yeah. They can earn those pink Master Chief ears, the kitty ears, and other Master Chief and Spartan gear. And I think it looks amazing. So first off, I just want to give a huge congratulations to Mediatonic. I, you know, I know that Epic 
kind of bought them and it's the whole reason why it's gone free to play i think it was a really good choice for this game to go free to play the cosmetics in it are fun and cheery and seeing it on xbox and the amount of people that have started playing it on my friends list turning it into communion game nights on the australian game night we you know i got to play this on the uk game night sometime hopefully animated maybe we can Should have joined, joined us last week. Should have joined us last week. Cloud. That's what we were doing. Oh, that's what you were doing. What? Yeah. My favorite game, yeah. Fall Guys? You know, if you would pay attention to the tweets that come across, you'd know this, you know. <laughs> it's, um, um, I'm, no, I'm going to do, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a little shout out, right? So, um, I don't know if you know the Jinnah from, um, Xbox L Party Podcast. He's actually doing a 24 hour Fall Guys a thon this this weekend and Saturday. He's doing it for charity on his YouTube channel or whichever. And um, instead of doing a community game night this week, we've told everyone who's going to be with his community game night go over to that guy and play with him while he's toasting. So hopefully he get he gets a bigger room, more people because we did have a few people join us last week, but it'd be better with more. So instead of a community game night, Tush is going on holiday. It's my birthday weekend, by the way. Happy so, early birthday. Uh, Ah, it's tomorrow. Yeah, it's so in a couple of hours. It's in a couple of hours. We're okay. Um, yeah. So if you want to, if you do want to play, join the Jinnah. Yeah, that's that's his name, T H E G I N N A, and he'll be hosting it Saturday and going all the way through to Sunday. Drop in, drop out. He's doing and, the challenge. And, and as far as being, money. as far as being my favorite game, I think I've gotten past one level one time. Okay, and this. Uh, uh, I will say it's a great it's a great party game, fun to watch. And nice thing is you can observe once you're out because I spent most of my time out. Well, we played it again last night for Blast from the Past on the Xbox Ambassador channel, um, which is fine um, because I don't know that there's any accessibility they could do to it that wouldn't ruin the fun for everybody else. Um, and I'm okay with that, you know, um, because there is a there, it's a lot of fine movement, dodging things, and, and staying on things that are rolling or floating or moving or disappearing. So again, I'm okay with that. It's fun to watch. It's fun to be in the group chat and and, and watch the game and and make comments. Uh, it is a great game. I do wish I could play it better, but I just I'm bad. I am so bad. You know, we actually got Row to play a couple Row from. Uh, from Xbox to play a couple of rounds last night, and she was glad I was there because there was somebody that was worse than she was. Uh, I was <laughs> I, I was the bad player last week because um, obviously I, <laughs> I, I I can't celebrate my birthday this week with some people, so they dragged me out um, last Saturday afternoon where I went and had a few beers in the garden with a few people. Um, by the time community game night come around, I was a little bit uh, a little bit Jack Sparrow, <laughs> yeah. shall we say, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit Jack Sparrow, so I never, I never even finished one round. But I had so much fun with everyone. <laughs> oh, I missed it. You went in full on Keith Richards, and I missed it. Okay. Uh, well, well I wasn't, just... I wasn't, I wasn't full on. I could, I could still hold a conversation, <laughs> but my thumbs just didn't do what I was telling them to do. Conversation was fine. It was just, it was these bad boys. I'm like, dead first again. Well, I had the, I had the pleasure of playing recently with the Belgian Association. Flemish, and uh, he says, I am so good at this game. Watch me, clowns. And then we get on this uh, circular swirly thing where the things try to knock you off. And Flemish goes, oh, no, I hate this. Uh-oh, I died. <laughs> so like him. Yeah. I lived. He, mm -hmm. he lost, and he had to watch me play the next round. And he says, I hope you lose, clowns. <laughs> and I lost because <laughs> of his hope. But, you know, other than that, though, I think I, I really do think it's really cool that they did this kind of crossover with Xbox, because I know that uh, for a long time, a lot of fans have wanted this to come on more than just PlayStation Plus and on Steam. People have wanted it on consoles like Xbox. And now that we see it here, they had their big, I think their biggest opening weekend ever on this game with the most amount of players at once. Um and I don't remember the number. I think it was like 20 million or something. I can't remember. But it was a lot. It was a lot. a lot. Yeah, it's, it was a that's lot. A lot. So, that's a lot for a free-to-play yeah. weekend, isn't it? Let's be honest. For the first launch free-to-play weekend, that's a lot. Yeah. So uh, it definitely has its fan base. 
Oh, yeah, I think it'll be a great party game. I think it'll get a lot of play for a while, you know, and it'll definitely be on the uh, the uh, the um, play dates, uh, you know, rotation for, for party nights and stuff like that. So, yeah. Which means I'll be watching a lot of people play that game if I sit there and die a lot. You know? <laughs> I'm okay with that. So, in other news... I mean, you know, the internet is once again upset because there were rumors, right, that God of War Ragnarok was supposed to have a reveal on June 30th and whatnot. And today is June 30th, and GameSpot and Kotaku and a few others are now reporting that obviously there is no official plan to announce the release date today. Or the collector's editions. Um, and there's no delay in the game, according to Corey Barlog. They just can't share information at this time. Which makes sense. I mean, the game it could be in still some late-stage development or tweaking or whatever it is. But it doesn't mean the game's going to get delayed. It doesn't mean it's going to not be announced at some time in the future. And people are getting all upset on the internet you know, saying these mean things to developers once again. Alana Pierce, and I'd like to quote her, she said yesterday on June 29th on Twitter, common sense reminders screaming at people over video game release dates doesn't accomplish anything at all. Even if harassing people did cause them to give you a date, never. You also gain nothing at all by finding out before a team is ready to share. And she's absolutely correct. I mean, screaming at devs, yelling at them, getting mad. What's it going to do? It's not going to make anything change. You can't change a multi-million dollar corporation from any choices they're going to make. And Alana is awesome. Alana is absolutely awesome. There's worse than that, though, as well. well. Um, I follow someone who works on the the God of War game, right? Um, And she basically put on her Twitter feed, Sending dick pics is no, and then asking when the release date of the of God of War is is not going to tell me when you're going to get the release date of God of War. So it gets worse. I mean, come on, why? I don't understand. I don't understand the mentality. But this is yeah. why. When when you when when you think about it, this is why, right? Um, I'm going to just revert, not not so much God of War, but back to Xbox a little bit because I, I don't I don't really I'm not fussed about God of War because I'm not a PlayStation guy. I I would love to play it right now. It's not on my list of priorities. I will get around to it and get it at PS5. Will get around to it. So don't don't hate me for it. But it, it's the same thing as why Xbox um, themselves stopped saying no release dates. No, no release dates because they can they can they can they can change. And as soon as they change, it's like, oh, you promised, you promised. The hate these people get is just unreal. I would, personally, I would never, right? I If, if you can't control something, why get upset about it? Because guess what? I can't control when God of War is going to release. Nothing I can do. So why would I be bothered? Why, why would I get all into my emotions about something that's beyond my control? Some of these guys, though, and gals, crazy. Dick pics, please yeah. tell me when the game's coming. Come on, and, and these people who don't <laughs> understand, you know, they 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 announce delay or whatever. And people think, well, what's the problem? It must be a it must be a problem with leadership. Blah blah blah. They have no idea what's going on in the studio. They have no idea the problems they've run into. That's why I take issue with these people who say, well, so and so needs to get their act together, or so and so needs to get you know get fired. It's like you have no idea what's causing the delay. You zero. No, none of the talking heads that we, you know, know, but they all have these things and they all get these little burrs in their panties that, that think that, well, there must be something wrong at the studio. How about just, hey, stuff happens, you know, you know, do, you know I, what, that's, why, that's why I don't understand some of the reactions, even among the people that we know. And I'm like, that's a little bit of an overreaction to a delay or to something that's come up. I would rather a game come out working or at least closer to working than if they push it and they release it early because, well, we said it was going to be out this date, so here it is. Okay, so it really doesn't work, but here it is because then you get the other side of it. They released a broken game. 
Well, there yeah. you go. The, the, yeah. the, thing is, right, the, the thing is, I've got like a little point to make, really. I've got just uh, the, the business I work in, well, the company I work in, or the job I do, right? It's very IT based and it's very, very IT heavy, okay? So if, if something goes wrong with our IT infrastructure, we are in trouble, okay? Um, we. I'm responsible for a lot of testing and things like that. So we, we were doing these, I was doing these tests and I did not pass this test off at all. I said, look, I've tried it in test. I found this issue. It's been resolved. However, I can't test this because of this, 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 and this, right? Sent this over an email to everybody involved. Three weeks later, I got an email saying, yeah, sorry about this. I'll push it into live tomorrow. Make sure that everyone's turned off at three o'clock. We'll, we'll push it into live. 20 past three comes. I phone the manager and go, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> Basically, yes. because I, did, I didn't pass a test off. It was up to multiple people to test it. Nobody did it but me, okay? I yeah. said, this is, this is wrong. This, this is not, this, there's an issue here. I, I can't, I'm unable to test this because of this. And they just pushed it into live anyway. I wasn't, I wasn't so the IT department just went, yep, yeah, there you go, it's live. And it's, it was broken. That was three weeks ago, right? They still haven't rolled it back out of live, so it's still running. We're still facing issues. And somebody brings a thing to me and saying, what does this mean? I'm like, that means it's fucked. It doesn't work. Just, just, <laughs> I don't know. Reset it and try again. I didn't pass it off, but it happens, right? And I can yeah. imagine within the game industry what is even, it's it's a thousand percent more reliant on IT because that's all it is. One little thing, you yep. push it into, you push that one little thing. You can, you can stress test an item for days and days and days, you push it into the main game, it will break 16 other things. Guaranteed. Yeah. So that, that's where your delays come from because you, all of a sudden you think, fuck, we weren't we were expecting that because you can't expect everything. As human beings, we can't, right? And yep, that's, that's, that's where your delays come from in the, in, the, in the majority. One thing goes in, think, yep, yeah, we've done it, we've fixed it, and it breaks 15 other things that you've then yep. got to start run around, headless chickens, 15 other things to fix. Yep. And, and, and it is exactly that. In gaming and anything, they changed one yep. thing and they inadvertently broke some routine over here that was required, that was using the thing that was over on the side that they changed. And they, did, they didn't realize it because a lot of times they work in compartmentalized functions and they depend on Q&A and the testers to find this stuff. And it's not always found for whatever reason or like in your case, if you're the only person who actually tested it, they don't really have a lot of data to go off of to figure out what caused it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I mean, uh, one thing about this is that the, the game is actually not delayed. And Corey goes on to say that uh, if you look at the Twitter feeds, yeah, um, some guys like, well, why you why won't you tell us it's delayed? And Corey's like, because it's not. And then somebody else says, well, where is it? Why are we waiting so long? And he, and it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> he well, to be fair, part of that be... He's like, we are not Mac ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> part of that could be absolutely because they're not ready to announce that it's delayed. They, 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 they probably are in that little gray area where they're not sure until, and they're not going to make that announcement until they have to trust me. With Starfield and all that stuff, they went through the same thing. Do we want to announce a delay, or do we want to think we can still make it? <laughs> no, I think I think that's what that whole and they, meeting they, was. They, they, they held off as long as they could until they finally said, look, yep. it's not going to be ready. And probably the same, the same thing's going to happen with God of War. Either, either they're going to be able to definitely say it's going to be out this year, or they're going to say, look, we're sorry, we tried, we just can't. There's no way we can release this game in the state it's in, so it's going to be next year. You know, so I think, uh, go ahead. I think sorry. I think uh, sorry. I think that's what the um, the Starfield meeting was about. Well, not so the, the Bethesda and Microsoft got together, didn't they? They all went and had a meeting at the um, thing. And do you know what? They, ob they obviously got. They couldn't decide. Shall we delay it? Shall we push it out in this day, or shall we do this? And they, you know they, what? Sometimes they wanted to sometimes see. It, they want. Yeah. Sometimes they probably it takes had a lot of people to come together. Say, to make let, the let's see. Yeah. They probably said, let's see where we're at at this date, then we'll make a call, which is exactly probably what they did. Yeah. You know. What do you what do you think? Shall shall we delay? Yeah. Shall we go with it? And it, it sometimes takes all those people coming together to say, I I want to push it out. Well yeah. the, the, the the fifteen of us say we're gonna delay it because we want more. 
and, you know, and, and the Twitterverse tends to think that they 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 come across these uh, these decisions lightly. I trust me, there were probably some upset people sitting at that table going, "Ah, man, this is really going to suck," you know, because we said it was going to be out on eleven twenty two, you know, tw- whatever it was, and we're j- we can't do it, and now we're going to have to take the heat for that, and so. And some of them are just flat out upset because they they wanted it to be there for for holiday 2022. They wanted it to be their flagship for this year. And they just they know they can't do it. So, you know, so us as gamers have to go, okay, that sucks. And then just move on. Don't sit. Because you're right. We have no control over what happens. We have zero control. Nope. Nope. Bitching, complaining, DMing the, the devs or you know, yelling at Phil or whatever doesn't get anywhere. He's got no, nothing to do with any yeah. of us in the Twitter space. He's got nothing to do. There's yeah. no way I could pick up the phone now and go, Nigel, could you want to you you work a little bit harder this weekend because I yeah. won't go to war out. And Nigel's like, who's this? What? <laughs> I I, by the way, I don't know Nigel. It's just a name I yeah. just felt the it's a proper English name, though, isn't it, Nigel? Like yeah, it. yeah, yeah. All the all the English guys are named Nigel nowadays. So. <laughs> yeah. Nigel is the one guy stopping God of War coming out. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah. And he, oh, he won't take my calls. He will not take my calls. Wait, the guy from Wild Thornberries on Nickelodeon. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Nigel Thornberry. Yeah. Yes, he will not take my calls. <laughs> Damn you, Nigel. <laughs> um. You know, also, there's something that I think that was a big miss that a lot of people missed out on, right? I mean, people did talk about it. Some people did talk about it. But you, I'm going to say this correctly because a lot of people still don't know this. But shout out to the Xbox Everywhere team. Um, you guys are doing an amazing job with xCloud and getting, you know, xCloud on all these different devices. And a big big announcement really kind of went under the radar for a little bit until you start seeing tweets recently but the xbox x cloud app is going to be on samsung tvs the 2022 tvs i do believe that samsung could possibly bring this to older tvs with an app update so hopefully graphic god gets his you know app on there i but, I, I i i believe that launched yesterday actually um I can't say how I know that, but I believe that actually launched yesterday uh, as far as the actual TV is going live. Um, and yes, they are working on getting it on more TVs and and all that stuff at some point. So, Oh, of course. And, you know, I think this is a bigger deal than most people believe because Samsung is, I be, and I, I want to say 108 Dragons TV said this, but Samsung TVs are the, the biggest selling TVs uh, in North America. So this is kind of like a big deal because this is Xbox and more homes in other ways without owning a console. If you couldn't afford it, now you could play it directly through your TV. Uh, with xCloud and Game Pass. So I think, you know, for me, this is a huge move for Microsoft, and it's a big partnership with Samsung. Also, if you go to Samsung's webpage um, that talks about this, they show off Xbox games. Um, Even though they talk way down below that they're also doing this with NVIDIA, GeForce Now, Stadia, Utomic, Luna... They're really, really focused on presenting their partnership with Xbox and Game Pass. So this is a really big deal. This is a major company with a lot of TVs out there. And these are going to be families that maybe are not even into gaming or don't know anything about gaming. They And their kids or casuals may come across this app on the TV and be like, oh, hey, mommy, daddy. Hey, Auntie, we there's this thing. It looks green, and I can play games. All I need is a controller. That's it. And what? How much is it? Oh, $14.99 a month for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, xCloud? I don't even know what the pricing would be on the TVs. I don't know if it's going to be different or not, Paul. They, I don't think there's any real... I, I have no information about that. We have, we have no information about that, but I can only assume it would be the same price as the tier with xCloud. And I, I I will say I will say that they will probably offer the same one dollar deal that we all got to start up our um, 
subscriptions. So yep. Oh yeah, and by the way, Xbox still lets you stack them too, if yeah. you are in that dollar deal. Unlike some other um, platforms out there, I won't yes, name I, them. I, I am but, fully stacked up through the beginning of 2025. So, <laughs> well, um, Paul, before you get out of here, I just want to know what do you think about this? I, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I think you know everybody thinks, oh, this is the end of the hardware era. No, don't worry about that. The hardware isn't going anywhere. Not for any time in the near future, you know. So it's just a matter of getting it, like it, like the new name says, Xbox everywhere. This will get it to people, more people than just having it on the consoles or having it on the PC or having it on cloud will do. This is just another way to get more eyes in the Xbox ecosystem, you know, because it's it's more than just all that stuff. It's they want to be everywhere. They want all those eyes on Xbox. Or had to have access to those games and those apps or whatever. To so yeah, it's it, it's great, it's awesome, uh, and and hopefully they'll keep expanding that program beyond Samsung, beyond just this year's TVs as they can, you know. So yeah, I'm look. I, I think it's great. Yeah, and you're right. I do need to take off. I need to get ready for the next session. So. All right, have fun, celebrity pineapple. Uh, yeah, pineapple. I'm sorry, celebrity Paul. Have fun. Oh. Uh, anyway, so you can follow me on my Twitter at cerebralpaul1, or you can follow me on my Twitch and YouTube at cerebralpaul, or you can and you can follow me on Xbox Ambassador Channel every Monday for gaming differently with cerebralpaul at twitch uh, tv slash Xbox Ambassadors. I think that's how it works. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, there you go. So I will catch everybody later. Everybody have a great rest of your show. Have a great rest of your day and catch you on the flip. Yeah, cheers, Paul. Appreciate it, dude. Thanks for hanging. Yeah, thanks, Paul, for dropping by. How do I get out of here? (laughs) Where's the exit button? How do you turn this off? (laughs) And you can, I think you could just close the browser. I think that's Uh, what I'm going to do because I don't see an exit. Bye. For everybody watching right now, Paul is learning how to close the browser. As he closes the browser. Animated, what do you think about this? Do you know what? I think this was always going to be inevitable. Ever since they announced their partnership with Samsung, everybody knew, right? Everybody knew. But what I'm thinking is, where, where does it go from this point, right? This has been announced. It's brilliant. And according to sources on Twitter, um, there's people that have had hands-on with these things and it runs absolutely superb, right? Runs brilliant. Obviously, it's going to depend on your connection, which is hopefully you, you, you can have a wired connection to your Samsung TV. I have an LG. And it will come to more TVs in the future, right? I think the partnership with Samsung is going to be timed and let's do it this for a year and then they'll announce more partnerships with other TVs. But, but if you've got a new LG TV right now, right? You've got you've got a controller. I can't grab it and show you it because it's downstairs, right? You've got on your LG controller, you've got a Netflix button. You've got an Amazon button. The Samsung TV is going to come with a Game Pass button. I'm telling you, I, I've I said this when it was announced. That's what that's what that's what Xbox One. Or Microsoft, whoever. That's what they want. They want that Xbox Game Pass button on your remote control for your TV. You can just go Game Pass. Let's be honest. That's that's the goal. Because once it's once it's visual in your hand all day every day, when you even when you're watching the news, it's there. That little that little Xbox symbol. You, you're then gaining the mind share of people, aren't you? It's it's yep. it's like it, it, it's there. It's in front of you. It's the same reason when you think. If I'm sat watching the TV, which is very rare, I have one channel on my... I only use one TV channel, which is news. Uh, that's it. When, when I'm getting ready for work in the morning, I put news on. Any other time, it's either Netflix or Amazon, right? But if I'm sat there watching TV and I'll go, do you know what? There's nothing on TV whatsoever. Those advertisements are right there in the palm of my hand. That's what they want. A, a Game Pass button that you can press... Yeah, right. I remember as a kid, right, we used to have a thing called um, Teletext or CFAX, where you used to press the button and it used to be like a bring up a digital thing and you could play games on it. 
there was like a there was a beehive game a bit like um oh what's it called a bit like bubble witch whatever it's called it used to be that i used to be completely addicted and do you know why because it was on my remote control on the tv it was there on a sunday morning yeah there was quizzes there was all sorts of stuff and do you know what if you have that xbox button on it's there it's done thank you all done and i think that's what microsoft want that that's the only way they're going to engage that four billion people, right? Let's put it into many as many hands as possible. And what's what's more in a hand than anything than a TV remote? Yeah, no, honestly, yeah, hundred percent correct. And you know, the, just the fact to reiterate again is the fact that Samsung is a huge seller of TVs in North America. That not only means it's going to be in many homes in the United States and Canada, um, even, you know, I'll, I'll even go to, say, England. I'm sure there's a lot of Samsung, right? Yep. So that also means yep. in stores at Walmart or at Target, the displays of the Samsung TVs, Best Buys, guess what? There's going to be an Xbox Game Pass app on those TVs on display and I'm sure there'll be some some stores that have it set up so people could try it out as well. So this is a huge, huge mile step for something that many people said, what uh, you know, go back to when this first implemented. People said, oh, yeah, it's, it, you know, the Game Pass got no games. Game Pass is going to fail. The XCloud is not going to work. It's, there's no infrastructure. All that has been proven false. And Xbox has games, and so does xCloud. And it is doing fantastic, so well, in fact, that everybody wants to copy the success of it. So, uh, like you said, Animated, I think this is a, a pretty big deal. And something else I want to talk about as well is, you know, I think this is kind of like an uh, important topic, and that is the fact that... Probably a lot of other uh, game and news channels are not going to cover this, right? But a leader at the U.S. Federal Trade Commission or Communications Commission said he has asked Apple and Google to remove TikTok from their app stores because of China-related data security concerns. Now, this is not the first time that uh, TikTok has been accused or uh, alleged of data security leaks, concerns, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but they're just going more and more after it. Lately, uh, Brandon Carr, FCC, who's an FCC employee on Twitter, says that TikTok is not just another video app. It's a sheep's clothing. It harvests swaths of sensitive data that new reports show are being accessed in Beijing. And he has a whole written out speech about this. Dated on June 24th. I mean, you could see these statements on Twitter. He public he publicly posted them. Um, you know, and I think that this is something that is going to be a hard sell for this generation because uh, a lot of uh, I believe it's Gen Z we're on now, Zoomers. I think that, that they call themselves or what the term is. Uh, my daughter may be one. I don't know, but. TikTok is very popular amongst the young crowd. Yep. So this is, if this comes to pass that, let's say that the United States government and other governments confirm that this is true, this is a huge loss for potential revenue with Google, uh, Apple, any side money they might make from TikTok, plus TikTok's own revenue. Plus it would cut a lot of TikTok influencers from being millions and millions of followers down to a big fat zero. And they would have to start all over again. Now. Yes. Can I go? Can I go? Yep, I'm waiting. So, <laughs> anticipating my, my response. Now, now. Although it does say that they have asked to um, think. I've read the article a couple of times because there's, there's a lot of wording in there that you've you kind of skip over. Um, there's also, if you look at the, the CNBC uh, website that you shared, there's an interview with the guy who says, it's not that they're saying this is fact, right? We have to say 
for GQTV is saying it's noted that it is a concern, right? That's what it is. So what, what it boils down to, there's a concern that um, private information from especially uh, the USA, and if it's from the USA, it's going to be from everywhere, is now being sent over to China, where TikTok is based, even though it's run through America. It's a little bit convoluted, and I won't go into it. But the the problem is that uh, you the, 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 and obviously the FCC doesn't govern us. So what, what, whatever you guys do, our government will go. Yes, Mr. President. Yes, Mr. President. So, but whatever you do, we'll do. Right? That's that's <laughs> that's that's what's going to happen. So the the problem is that um, it used to be all your user data if you're on TikTok used to be kept on US servers and accessed by US employees only, but now because it's going to be cheaper to go over to China, everything's now kept on Chinese servers, and now it's been accessed by Chinese people, Chinese employees, and that's the worry. Yeah, It's not that it's been leaked, Nothing's, no one's been accused of saying you've leaked all this data. We're not saying that, right, clowns? We're not saying that. It's just a, con- it's just a concern by the FCC that it's possible, right? So what he's demanding is saying, look, I'm telling you right now, take this down unless you can send me documents by the, was it the 8th? The 8th of July that this is secure. But you had, you, you guys had this with Huawei as well, didn't you? That there was a whole big thing with Huawei about being corrupt and data. It's basically, they're worried about data corruption, I think, from reading between the lines. But it's not fact yet. It's it's a concern by the FCC, and they've got to the eighth of July to prove that that's not the case. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Clouds. <laughs> um, you you are you are very much on the ball in this one. Um, but Carr goes on to cite a BuzzFeed news report from earlier in the month that said recordings of TikTok employee statements indicated. Engineers in China had access to U.S. data between September 2021 and January 2022. So Carr is being very careful in the way he words this and citing BuzzFeed as the brokerage of the news, you know, citing everything on BuzzFeed, saying that BuzzFeed claims uh, China had access to the data. Now, when CNBC did reach out, uh, TikTok basically said TikTok has engineer teams around the world. And just like many other companies, um, they are moving servers because it is cheaper, what you alluded to, from the U.S. to Singapore. Now, that is probably very true. It probably is a lot cheaper to have servers based somewhere else. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It, it sounds very reasonable. Course it's 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 everything it's everything isn't it? it's it's employees it's 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 building space it's electric it's 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 everything it, the, the whole thing um could you could you imagine running a server farm in um how much it would cost you in the us right now it just and then you say to yourself do you know what 4g team has got a server farm it's it's massive it could cost it's going to cost clowns three hundred thousand dollars a year to run all of a sudden, he's found out it's going to cost him $60,000 a year to move it to Singapore. What's he going to do? Sorry, Pete. Yeah. Clowns is moving to, <laughs> Clowns is moving our shit to Singapore, right? And That's we'll have a 24-hour TV <laughs> channel. <laughs> While we're at it. No, seriously. Serious. That's, that's the thing, isn't it? That's, I can only imagine the price difference with the, the massive server farms I've got. But yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. Carry on. No, no. You, you're 100% correct. So... You know, a lot of this is more or less uh, the FCC speculating based on a BuzzFeed news article, plus the common sense that, yeah, it's cheaper to move stuff overseas instead of keeping it here in the U.S. So it just it could also mean that the U.S. has less control over the data. And who knows? But, 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 but let's be mindful. It all depends on what that data... You call it data. I call it data, right? It's just the English-American thing. So it all depends on what that data actually is, right? If it's a whole lot of personal data, that's uh, possibly wrong. It should be kept in 
the US because there's all this data protection and thing like going on and that's a good thing because I don't want uh, some guy looking at my TikTok account and knowing everything about me. I, I don't want that. Nobody wants that. But it all depends on what data is going across. And I think he's given them a chance to say, look, I want your reports by this date. And it is a concern. It really is a concern. But I've got a TikTok account. Well, I've got I've got a username. I've never used it. But yeah, I was going to use it for I was going to use it for uh, just little clips of games and stuff like me being a complete idiot on Twitch, trying to get some traction. But I've never used it. I should. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's not a bad idea. Dude, there are people that go viral on that, and they make you know a lot of money. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, in the in the last, are you that... are you are you concerned? That's the question, Klaus. Because I am mean, I you, concerned? You, you do TikTok, don't you? I'm sure. You, I'm sure you've got a TikTok account, and your daughter's got a TikTok account. So, are you concerned that they've moved all your information over to China or Singapore or wherever it's gone? Personally? You know, the way that I look at it is that I think, in the state of current affairs of the world, I think many infrastructures and that cross internationally throughout other regions and other governments i hate to say it probably has some type of loophole somewhere where some government has probably already accessed some information whether it pinpoints exactly who you are i think depends on how important of a person you might be to a government interest but to little old Susie or little old Johnny on the app that's just making like videos of their dog, probably <laughs> not a very important person to pinpoint, you know, spending millions of dollars of government money to pinpoint, hey, look at Johnny, throw the ball for his dog. And you hear somebody in the, you know, in the secret meeting in the government Good point. room say, Good point. What, you, you're wasting all that time on Johnny? Well, I like his dog. I wanted to see his dog up close. Cute dog. You know, I mean, really, you know. So am I concerned? Probably not really. Did it take me years to download TikTok? Yes, because I used to be very concerned. But then I started realizing from a technical standpoint, a lot of their privacy has already been invaded when it comes to this. I mean, whether it's and, and this is to everybody out there, right? Because there's a lot of people that are still very skeptical of all this and that. Okay, but let me just tell you something. If you ever read the terms and conditions of almost every electronic software that you install, it will make nope. you paranoid. Nope. Nope. It will make you paranoid because yeah. there are things in there that say that you know they um, can record the way that you handwrite digitally or your voice modulation alexa and um google and google assistant and anything you could think of that has some type of thing where you speak to it or you use your fingerprint or you even swipe your card your bank card there's ways that all of that can be tracked unfortunately it is the current affairs that we live in and there are so many draconian laws behind it that to ever be a truly free digital society just would not work today because we're also all marketing data. Statistically, we're marketing data. And don't, and don't forget your phones are listening to you, dude. Phones, your phones are listening. I've got proof. <laughs> yes. Well, no, actually, you know, real quick, I want to bring that up. So NordVPN posted an article that says you ever suspect that your phones are listening to you they may actually be listening to you. Yep. And they say one of the good, one of the things that they have tried with their phones, um, certain Android phones, if you specifically say something out of the ordinary, like you say something that you would never buy or want, like you say horse feed, right? You just talk, you just constantly talk about horse feed around your phone, right? The next time that they're walking into a supermarket or department store, an ad pops up for horse feed at the nearest horse feed seller. So, yes, I mean, I, I, do, I, I do have I do have an example. Okay, really yes. weird, really really weird. So, I was at a family wedding um, last year. Okay, it was awesome, awesome. So, I'm sat with my um, cousin, who's also my best mate slash brother. We're, we're so close, right? We sat at a table. It's nice and quiet. 
We're having a good old British uh, tea time party thing. So we're sort of scones and tea and things like that. Ready for the night time when we all get pissed and all that kind of thing. Okay. So we sat there and he said, look, I've got, I've got a massive question to ask you. Okay. And the bar had just opened. So I said, I've got a massive question to ask you. He said, I, 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 would you, because he's getting married next year, he said, I want you to be my best man. And I said, fuck, as if you even have to ask if I'm being the best man. Of course we'll be the best man. And his missus said, I'm glad you said yes. I'll go buy you a drink. Right? So they went to the bar and brought a few beers, a few shots. Right? And he got a note. And he opened his phone up. And weirdly enough, he had an advertisement on Facebook for wedding suits. The first time he'd ever seen it was... 10 minutes after asking me to be the best man, he got an advert for wedding suits. It's like, really? It, it just, it, 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 it can happen, right? It can happen. That, that can't be a coincidence. It can't be. No. <laughs> but I hope he found a good deal. God damn you, Zuckerberg. <laughs> you started hopefully, this. <laughs> hopefully your, hopefully your uh, friend found a good deal on suits. Uh, not from the advertisement, you didn't, but there we go. Down the road. Well, I'll, you know, real quick, the last top before we get out of here is something that I just want to bring up briefly is because um, Kata- once again, you know, Kotaku, I guess, did something, saying something about Crunch and something about. Um, Xbox Game Studios, blah, 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 blah. But Matt Booty came out and, and it's, you know, basically saying it's a little unfair to pin on one studio. Um, he also detailed the report came from four years ago and do not necessarily reflect the conditions at the studio today. Um, you know, I just... I just want to say this, okay? I truly and honestly believe that Xbox Game Studios has the freedom. They take their time. They no longer are rushing to get stuff done. And I think that talking about something from four years ago is just absolutely insane. People need to stop bringing up the past as if it's a factual statement of yesterday like literally yesterday like 24 hours ago because it's not i mean the past is the past bygones be bygones things change management changes companies change for that matter we can all say that every single company in the world has done some terrible things probably in the 70s and 80s that are no longer acceptable today right i mean like things change over time and I just don't even think that this should have been something that that was brought up in an article. You know, um, Animator, how do you feel about this? Uh, well, the thing is, right, when you look at Crunch, and it's 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 been touted over the years as as a bad thing, and it is. If you if you're forced to say, look, you've got no fucking option, right? You've got no. You're going to do this for the next. You're going to work seventeen hours a day. You haven't got a choice, right? You put that against some a boss who says, "Look, we're almost at the goalpost. If we just push that a little bit harder, just give, just give what you give. Just if you if you feel comfortable, is that crunch? Yeah. If if you're a game developer and you and you do you know what? I if I if I put some hours in right now, if I put some hours in this week, I get six months off. I'm looking forward to it. Is that crunch? It depends on what you debate as the word crunch because." A lot of people like myself, I do a lot of hours, but most of it is because I want to, right? I do. There's, there's, there's certain points within the month where I think, fuck, I'm not getting home tonight. Just because I know it's going to be easier for me in the long run, right? Is that crunch? So it all depends on how, what your take of it. Forced, overtime, mandatory overtime, the kind of you are working 17 hours today, that's wrong, right? But if people have got a choice and they say, look, Release dates in the week could really do with your help. You, you're going to be trek well. You, you're off in a week. It, it all, do you know what? That's that's the kind of things you've got to take in, in, into consideration, right? It's it, an ethos of being forced into it and not wanting to do it is wrong. 
But wanting to do it just to get it over the goalposts, I think, is probably for the best interest in the studio and the developer themselves, or whoever they're doing, the animator. So look, if if an animator sat there, I'm going to just you keep using examples. An animator sat there thinking, right, I've got these four drawings to do. If I get these done tonight, I've got four days off. That's that's it's, if if they're doing it themselves and they choose to do it and they're willing to do it, is it crunch? Okay, it's overtime. It's not forced. So it all depends on what kind of take you take on it. If do I, am I making sense? Hopefully, I'm making sense. Yeah, you're making sense. Yeah. So as long as it's not forced and they have to do it, if it's, if they say I could do with your help, do you fancy working another six hours today? And they say, no, I've got. Okay, okay. If you don't want to, it's fine. That in my eyes is perfect. That's that's the way a business should work. Ask somebody. I could do with your help. Would you like to help me out? No, I'm sorry, busy. Okay, I'll ask somebody else. If somebody else wants it, then fine. But yeah, forced crunch, I disagree with. But let's be fair, a lot of these developers have put their hearts and souls into these games, right, for five, six, seven years. And a lot of people just want to see that end point. So at, at the end point, look at horse racing, right? What, what what does a horse do the last furlong? It sprints like a motherfucker. It's been forced. Wrong, I know. But it's the last hurdle. Probably not the best analogy, really. But if, you're, if, if you want it, you're there, right? You get this done in the next couple of months, and you know you've got six or seven months off, that's kind of where you want to be. I, I would do that. I have <laughs> The horse racing is probably a bad analogy, but still. But that's the thing. To get something over the gateposts, I can see a lot of developers, um, animators, everything, all all those people involved in the company wanting to get that over the gateposts and then just going, ah, it's done, we're finished. And then you can worry about it in another... Then, then your next project, five, six, seven years long, it, it, do it again. Force crunch, I disagree with, right? But still. Voluntary crunch, that's that's up to them, right? Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, we are past the one-hour <laughs> mark. And, you know, I usually like to keep it kind of, like, short enough for everybody to listen to without feeling overwhelmed, you know. And anim- I think Anime did a great job uh, carrying the show. So, awesome job, Anime. Did a fantastic oh, job, by the way. Thank you. Well, I try. I, do you know what? The thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm on form today because I've not done a podcast for two and a half weeks. So... <laughs> I've got a lot to say. <laughs> so that's a secret, huh? Yes, yeah, that's I, a secret. Have a couple of weeks off. Just break, just break your laptop like I did, and then you'd you be fine afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, to everybody listening, thank you. Leave a comment below. Let us know what you think of, of the episode. Any questions, concerns? You know, drop it down below in the comments. I do read them. Um, also, animated. Where can people find you these days? Uh... So same old, same old, right? I am Animated Evil 857 on Twitch and Xbox, right? I'm Animated underscore Evil on Twitter and YouTube. Um, I'm kind of in in, in in a midst on Twitch at the moment. I'm trying I'm trying to find my footprint on Twitch. Okay, I've got uh, quite a few followers. Not massive, but I get quite a few viewers. And shout out to those people. It's just I'm trying to find my footprint of what I want to do. I'm still undecided. I haven't done any videos on YouTube for a bit, unfortunately, because of that bloody thing down there dying but yes i try i'm trying to go through every game on game pass and giving a preview and what the game is i'm up to episode five of the wonderful world of game pass on youtube and yes and every thursday every thursday as long as this bloody laptop holds out i'll be here on 4gq tv nice more more importantly where can we find you clowns um, you can find me on 4GQ TV. We do have some interviews lined up. I'm working on getting the times and everything. So that is coming, guys. You know, be patient. Um, we got a lot to work on the schedules, uh, make sure that everything coincides with Paris and my schedule as well. And um, I'm going to be start dropping more frequent videos and different things, my different thoughts on the industry on this channel. And sometimes maybe one-on-one um, some of the voice actors uh, that we had on in the past or some of the industry people, maybe get them to come on the show weekly every now and then, get them to play games with us as well. 
Um, so I'm working on things like that. I'm always working on something in the background. Just, you know, unfortunately, the last few weeks have been extremely busy. On, and my dog, Mitchell, um, I'm just going to give him a shout out because I love him very much. But he's got anal gland uh, carcinoma um, of his left, left gland. So we are trying to work on figuring out how we're going to take care of them because surgery is very expensive. I did start to go fund me. Maybe I'll link that below later. Um, in the meantime, the cheapest and quickest options to put them on something called Palladia. And I'm saying this because in case anybody else out there has a dog with cancer, Palladia is a smart drug and it's one of the cheaper options that targets mast cell and anal gland carcinoma. And uh, sometimes it could shrink the cancer um, or sometimes it halts the cancer. Uh, sometimes it stops it from spreading. So I'm hoping okay. in the meantime that yeah. that will work before we can get that surgery done because uh, that surgery, man, let me tell you, it's not cheap. I mean, I know humans, it's even more expensive these days, but um, if you don't have pet insurance, it's something you should really think about. Uh, something I never thought I would need, but here I am in this position. So, but everybody, thank you for listening to us and Celebrity Pineapple Paul earlier. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. See you guys.